All right, guys, okay. recording in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of the MedHeads podcast. Today, we actually have a very, very special episode. We have a fan, a, a true live Medster with us. Introduce yourself, Medster. Uh, hello, my name is Parsa. I am pre-dental. So Parsa actually reached out to us about coming on as a dental student because he's all like, honestly, guys, why is there no dentistry video on the MedHeads? Exactly right. <laughs> And that's like, true you know what and Par- parsa did bring up a good point he said you know you guys are the med heads but what if you became the stem heads and we said parsa that's one hell of an idea sir that's one hell of so idea. welcome back stemsters let's go mr parsa <laughs> how are you friend i'm good i'm good i just took the dat for dentistry how did that go buddy what well, is the DAT before you? So tell us. please tell everybody yeah. what that. What, what is the D, What is the DAT for all the med students? Yes. Dental, what does the DAT stand for? What does it mean? What are its societal test. implications? It's like the MCAT, but for dentistry. What's the MCAT? Basic. Okay. You tell me, <laughs> medster. <laughs> Say all right, all right, so you took the DAT. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get some a bit of a background info on this. So yeah, Parsa is a pre dental student. Parsa, uh, please tell us like what school you go to, um, how how you found the MedHeads podcast, you know, um, why you're doing dentistry. Actually, I, I went to school with all of you guys. No way. No. Los Angeles Pierce College. It's pretty. You lit. went to Pierce? Yeah, I was standing in the background <laughs> just marrying you guys. So uh, our own homegrown fan. <laughs> so what this made must you be want some kind to of reach nepotism. out to us and shoot us a good old DM on why you wanted to be on the podcast? Can you tell us why you want to be on the podcast? It's just a cool idea, and I think uh, a lot of people should know how good community college is and shouldn't be frowned upon. So it's a good idea. I, for a podcast. I agree. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So, Parsa, you're doing dentistry. Yeah. So, how did you um, find that you wanted to pursue dentistry? What, what experiences led up to this decision? Honestly, I wanted to be a doctor throughout high school, but then I don't know, something got over me. And then I started college, started shattering for a dentist. I was just hooked. I don't know what it is. So mm-hmm. there's just like a lot of reasons I went so, through the path of dentistry. Yeah. And you're day shadowing a dentist. Like what, what, what's your average day look like? What do you do? I'm, I just basically do what a dental assistant does. So I go in, get the rooms ready, and then bring the patients back. I assist the dentist, then clean the rooms, and then sterilize instruments. And yeah, basically everything that a dental assistant would do. Interesting. So how can, like, how would somebody, just like an average, you know, just a medster, just like us, and just like you, uh, if they're looking to pursue dentistry, how, do you have any advice on how they could find some sort of um, a position just like where they could also shadow a dentist if they're interested? Well, the dentist I shadow for is my cousin. So he lets me do a little bit more stuff, but there's two routes. If you want to shadow, I'm, I'm sure most dentists are open to letting you. You just got to go into an office and ask. Honestly, I think they're more than happy mm. to let you shadow them and then maybe get some experience. And then I think a lot of them will give you a letter of rec too, because you need one. 
I'm sure uh, for med school, you need one. Interesting. Too, right? So yeah. for uh, correct, yeah. For dentistry, uh, what what what's your process right now? You applied, right? Yeah, and I just applied. How how is that whole? You just applied to here? dental school. What what is yeah. that process like? If you can explain what you have to do for everyone. Well, there's like a website. It's like the common app. If you guys did it in high school, it's basically that you just choose which schools you want to do. And then I would do my research on every school and then have your reach schools and have your safety, safety schools. They're not really safety schools because mm-hmm. it's, everything's hard to get into. But um, yeah, I basically picked mostly in-state schools and a few out of state. And then you just basically fill out your uh, classes and then your personal statement is very important. And then I'll give more advice mm-hmm. on that later. But and then each school has its own set of questions that you have to fill out. And so how did the so how did the DAT go for you? Yeah. It went it went well for the amount of time I studied. And I got a competitive score. I would have wanted to do a little bit better, but it uh, I just wanted to get it over with, honestly, because I took it a little late. So I wanted to just get it done. So since a lot of our listeners are pre-med and since you yourself, how you mentioned now, you were considering pre-med for a while. So you mm-hmm. do have like a pretty strong understanding of what it takes to be a pre-med and obviously have a very strong understanding of what it takes to be pre-dental. What right. sort of comparisons can you draw between the application process of like a pre-med versus what you do as a dentist, like pre-dental? Like what differences are there? What are like, for example, how much experience should you really look for? How much uh, time should you spend studying for the DAT? Mm-hmm. How much, uh, just along those lines, essentially. Well, I don't know how the application process is for med school, like actually filling in stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's about the same. You have a personal statement. Each school has its own set of questions that you have to fill out. But I think med students have a have to do a lot more in terms of volunteering and shadow work because i think med school as of right now is very competitive compared to dental school but dental school is getting there i think a lot of people are converting to dentistry right now yeah i know um i know for medical applications when you apply you have to do a primary application and then you also Mm -hmm. have to do a secondary is that how dentist dentistry schools work as well some schools not not all yeah you have to do a primary but and secondary yeah some schools need secondaries so for i just uh out of curiosity how many schools did you apply to i applied to 14 about 14 15 i can't remember and okay yeah. would you recommend people to do around the same or less more or is it just uh, based based on what you where you want to go or based on yeah. your stats yeah based on your stats more and i'm if you think your stats aren't up to par, maybe, I don't know how to put it in terms, but if it's not up to par, maybe apply to many schools, increase your chances. Mm. But I just like, I didn't, and you also have to pay for each application. So I didn't want to go mm. overboard mm-hmm. for schools. If like, if for schools, I didn't really care about. So yeah. I just did my research, picked the schools, some schools out of state and focus mainly on in-state schools. So that's why it's like 14. So focusing more on the DAT itself, 
Um, what is, from what you've done your own research on, what is like the average time that people spend studying for it? And how much did you personally spend? I spent a month and a half, mm-hmm. but average, I think is around two or three months. Yeah. Interesting. So is a, this like a daily study thing? Is this like, yeah, a, every day. Did you study every day? Yeah. I, I think okay. I how many like, hours would you spend a day? Five hours for the first month and the last half I spent like 10 hours, but I should have spent okay. 10 hours the entire time. Okay. And you think this yeah. is mainly because you just spent like time wise, you were the time frame I meant is you were much, much, much less. Like you wanted to get it done within a month versus like how other people would do it within like three months or four or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I was working during summer, which was a mistake. I would not recommend anyone to do that while you're studying. So it just pushed it back. And then I was like, it's kind of getting nervous about how long I was taking to take the TAT because they don't really review your application until you take or you have everything done. So, yeah. okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So what's like the max score of the TAT and what's like considered competitive, like the threshold? 30 is the max, but I don't, I haven't heard of anyone getting 30. That's like, it's very hard, but that's like competitive. Percentile, right? Yeah. That's like, I don't know. I don't know who's gotten it. I'm sure someone has. But competitive is 20, which is what I got. So I'm completely happy with it. But mm-hmm. if you look at averages for schools, sometimes they're above 20, but that should never be a deal breaker. Like, don't ever not apply to a school because the averages are way above. Yeah, mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of the day, I mean, they, your stats are still a part of your whole application. They're right. Still, they're still in. They still have interviews, right? When you... Yeah. And... For I wanted to ask for your DAT study because I know a lot of people when they study for the MCAT they have different methods on like just like content review or actual um, practice like practice problem work. How much would you say you did in terms of that like 30, 70, 50, 50? of like practice problems versus like actual studying the actual material. like content review yeah. <clears throat> Mine, since I had to rush, is like 80-20 because I was just trying to learn everything and then quickly do practice problems just to like see what I'm bad at. But um, I, Sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, go ahead. That, that, was, that was it. Oh, uh, I was just going to say if, you know, you had more time, would you take it again? You, I know you said you're happy with your score, but I'm assuming there's always more room for improvement. Yeah, honestly, it. It was so stressful that I don't want to take it again. But if I don't get in this cycle, then yeah, I would take it again and apply it next year. But yeah, I would, I would, I would, because I know how it goes and I'm like used to the process now. So I know what it takes to get a good score. So yeah, I would take it again. How long was the actual exam? It was around five hours, but it goes by so quick. You don't even realize. Uh, yeah, I bet, dude. And then, yeah. if you if you had a if you had to go back, would, um, you, would you do anything differently on your studying methods? Yeah, I'd be more organized because, and I would try to integrate like a few subjects a day because I, since I wanted to rush, I did like one subject at a time. I did I did Gen Chem first, and OCHEM, and then Bio, and then in the mix, I was doing math along with it and like reading. And then, yeah, but like I, I would like mix it up sometimes. And I think I should have stayed more organized throughout 
and like had a set schedule. All right. So post application, how long is the the average cycle? Like I know for med school, if you want to apply to med school, you're, you're supposed to do it technically a year and a half in advance of when you want to Mm -hmm. get in and go. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it similar for dental school? I think think it's exactly the same. The applications start uh, a year and a half. Yeah. Applications start in June and then different schools have different deadlines. So, but mostly it's like January 1st is the last day to apply. So yeah, okay, you so have to apply like, summer. Yeah, basically. So yeah, so if you apply summer of 2021, that's um, basically perspective for, for entry of fall of 2022. Yeah, basically. Okay, makes sense. And do you yeah. do you know the timeline of like when people start expecting like acceptances or interviews like when when does that start rolling out that's the weird thing it's very (laughs) random like i know i'm applying like i did everything super late but like that should never discourage you like if you take your dat in august or september that's totally okay like i've heard people apply like in december and get an interview in like february so it should never like unmotivate you to think like i applied too late but it's very random because i know a friend that got an interview from usc already but it's like don't think someone got an interview like it's too late for that school like they're very like spread apart they really spread apart their interviews for people mm-hmm. so but now now once that your your score is in like they start mm-hmm. looking because now you're done you're just waiting yeah well it takes two weeks to send the score so oh, okay. after that then it's under review and then i start to worry how good did it feel to finish that test it was the best feeling ever especially to get a score that you were like completely fine with because it's honestly the most stressful process you'll go through it's like more stressful than like any final you've ever taken terrible that's why i wouldn't want to get take it again Mm -hmm. yeah i think we're all we're all dreading having to start taking that mcat like we it's not it's not something we're looking forward to but in a yeah. way, we are looking forward to because, you know, it's kind of like that's what's rocket shipping our, our next step in life, you know? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, it's not hard to study for it. It's, it's very frustrating at times because when you start taking practice tests and your real weaknesses come out, it's not always what you want to get. But I would just say the best advice is to start as soon as possible. Even if it's not every day, try to do, like, little things to, like, familiarize with stuff you don't really need. You're not really good at mm-hmm. so i think that's the best yeah, any amount of study is better than nothing at yeah. all yeah like yeah read the um, just like them cat it's the first big hurdle to come across for the yeah. uh, basically the rest of your life yeah like always look at the end picture like i've i've been discouraged like it's not like a perfect process throughout you're never gonna always like like oh i got this like you're always gonna have doubts but i always just think about like being done getting the score you want and you're you're done like you just gotta wait so that's how so i look at it speaking of like the end goal um what is what does that look like for you like what are you trying to do what's your dream i'm just trying to get in right now but my dream is to just graduate from school i want to specialize possibly but i really like general dentistry because it's very laid back and it's, it's not as much stress. 
because specializing it's like because as a general dentist you could like you could refer to other people but as a specialized you can't really but i would like to do maybe oral surgery but that's also a lot of years of school that's mainly why you chose dentistry though bringing up oral surgery um do you you have to do two years after dentistry for that or what's the what's the process like for that i'm not really too familiar with it so you do two years med school and then two years residency around Mm. it could be more years of residency but that's what it's around so it's four more years on top of four years of school okay which doesn't sound too bad but i really am interested in surgery that's why i mean your your mind might change when you get in you know yeah like exactly like in dentist dental school like when you apply don't try to shadow specialized uh dentists because they don't really like that on your application they want you to decide after you've experienced it in dental school i don't know if that applies with um med school but yeah they don't really want you to know what you want to specialize in until you're there some good advice for or the more or less not like necessarily know but pretend like you ha- you already know exactly what you can do yeah don't yeah because there's no way you would know yeah like even with you guys i bet like when you're asked you already like have a have a doctor in mind like oh i want to be a dermatologist or whatever but like, i feel like once you get in like your mind is going to change you're going to really see what you really like oh yeah i every every single doctor that you've talked to they said oh i've changed my mind like right when i went into medical school because that's when you actually like see what you'll actually enjoy you know yeah exactly you get get hands-on experience and that's the only way to really know yeah there's rotations you get to like experience every field and then and then you decide don't really have never have like a something set in your mind because you might be disappointed you might go another direction you might like something else so just have an open mind Mm mm-hmm Sorry, sorry if this is sounding like a 20 questions, but we're just not, we're not too familiar familiar with the dental process. And I think the medsters would appreciate, or the stemsters would appreciate uh, all the information if, if there are some (laughs) pre-dental candidates out there watching this. Yeah, I think, I think you should consider both because it's, no matter what kind of application you have, even if you volunteer at hospitals or whatever, all you have to do is shadow. Like most places is a minimum of 50 hours. And maybe you might like dentistry. Like a lot of doctors could like it. I don't know. But you should always keep it in mind because you can take both the MCAT and DAT. So, and DAT kind of fits in with the studying you do for MCAT. And you might do very well in the DAT because MCAT is very, is, is a lot more. So, yeah. He's trying to take us to the other side. Yeah, you should. Dentistry is pretty cool. <laughs> But uh, I got one. La- I got one question for you. What are the top two schools you want to go to? If they top two, yeah, I would just like to stay in California. I would love to go to USC. Actually, mm-hmm. my f- number one is UCLA. You already said right USC there. first, dude. No, USC is a part of it because it's just so close to me. Like I really don't want to travel to like San Francisco. Like UOP is in is near San Francisco. I really don't want to go that far. But UCLA is number one. I think number two is probably USC. You you like that school though, right? Um, Which one? University of Pacific. I really like that school. Yeah, it's a yeah, three-year program. You do three years instead of four, but it's also very expensive. And I think a lot of people should consider 
money when they pick a school. Because once you graduate, there's a ton of debt you're going to be in. So I'd rather have a little less debt and go to like a school that I don't like as much, but you're still going to be a dentist in the, at the end of the day. So I think there's a lot of things to consider. What, what's in-state tuition looking for uh, dental schools? Is it comparable to medical schools? How much is medical school? I think it's around the same. I think you guys have to pay anywhere from like forty to sixty thousand, depending on if it's private or public. Damn, I know. I know UCLA's first year is like, like around ninety thousand, so it's around ninety. That's 000. a lot of money for That's dental money. school. Yeah, like oh, UOP. UOP, I think is around hundred. I think it's a little bit more. Hundred thousand for one year. For one year. Yeah, well, but that school is also three years. Yeah. 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 So that's why I like it. Finishing three years, have a lot of debt, but you have a year extra of working. So, but San Francisco also has a lot of, has a high cost of living. So I think there's a lot of factors to consider. Yeah. You wouldn't want, you don't want to try a new area. I would like to go to Texas. It's very cheap there, but they consider Texan students like high priority. Oh, yeah, they take more out in state than out of state. Yeah, I'm sure it's like mm-hmm. that for med school, too. Yeah, it's a lot of priority. Some places they prioritize more in state. Like, I, I think UC Irvine takes like 90% in state. It's crazy. Sometimes there's only like four seats for out of state people. Yeah, it's kind of bummy, but what can you do? Nothing. But yeah, I think if you have good enough stats, you will get into a dental school. If you apply early enough, like, and you do good on the interviews, you will get into a dental school. I think it's way less competitive than med school, but it's still very hard to get in. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the mindset you have to have. If you're thinking you're not getting in, I don't think you're getting yeah. in. You always got to yeah. have that positive mindset. Yeah, just do the best that you can. And I'm sure there's a place like for you. I'm sure you're going to get in. But if you get an interview, that's a very good sign. I don't know. I think med school is very different because I don't know what the percentage is to get in for interviews, but it's very high for dental school. Because once you get an interview, they basically have a spot for you. You're either fighting to get in the like last 10 people, but sometimes it's guaranteed. Um, well, that's all the questions I have. Do you any no I... Prem, Rafi, do you guys have any more questions for Parsa? I uh, know he questions for the dentist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, more questions? Did you say no more questions or more questions? Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard wrong. I think. I think he said no more. Okay. He muted himself again, but yeah, I mean, thanks for like you know giving us that insight and uh, yeah. kind of comparing it to what we're doing because it puts things into perspective for sure. Yeah, and I'll say one more thing for your personal statement. Please don't talk about like how dentistry is an art and you love the art of it. Just be honest, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, just say how you ended up there. Like, oh, you got a feeling, and you all of a sudden like we're interested in it. Don't say like, oh, like such a nice art, and I love like drawing and all these stuff, and let me know. I think they know you're lying. They can smell the bullshit off of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if I'm being honest, no one really like thinks about dentistry like as being fun industry. Like, no one really like thinks of it as an art or whatever. So they know you're lying. Like, just be honest on your personal statement. 
give it straight up. Well, Parsa, thank you for the advice. Thank you for coming on and sharing uh, your experiences. It was really helpful, hopefully, for the viewers to learn. And it was helpful for us. At least we learned a lot more about what it's like to be pre-dental. Yeah, no problem. But thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Parsa. Do you I'm want a huge it? fan. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. <laughs> Home, yeah. Homegrown fan. All our viewers out there. Yeah, to all our viewers out there, guys. If all our viewers out there, keep an open mind. Definitely look at the dentistry. Don't stick to one thing. Put your foot <laughs> in the water. You might enjoy it much more than you uh, thought so, Richard. What's wrong is, with your mic? Is, yeah, his mic is lagging. <laughs> yeah, Raph. Raph, you're a little laggy. But okay, I, we'll edit that part out. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Parsa, again. Uh, thank you for the Medsters for tuning in again. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Thank Peace. You. Thanks, Medsters.